Hey everybody, this is Dr. Tom Pritchard, head coach at JPWA Jacobs Pritchard Wrestling Academy, and you are listening to The Ringside Rant. This is Tim, the Perfect Storm, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, and you're listening to The Ringside Rant with RJ. Welcome back to the Ringside Rant, and welcome to Ranters Nation. I've done my research. I've gone out. I've gotten the first doctor, well, second doctor, I should say, on the Ringside Rant. Well, this guy's an actual legal, legally a doctor. Technically a doctor, if you will. He does... Make house calls, though, ladies and gentlemen. He is the one, the only. He is Dr. Rob Stinson. Rob, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. I was about to say, I think, I'm pretty sure that uh, Dr. Tom is accredited, man, in the in thugonomics, so don't don't take that credential away from him. <laughs> no, I, I definitely won't. I will definitely not mess with him. He's, uh, no, we were talking, we are you know, talking before, and uh, it was just humbling when I'm like, he was the only guy that I legitimately got nervous for doing an interview for beach because I must say, I'm not saying I get jitters with other shows, but with other interviews, but if you don't get the jitters, then you're not doing something right because it's like, okay, then it's not, you know, the same show, but right. yeah, just like I, I get the good interviews. I know when I get a good interview, I get a good guest when I get off recording and I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot to ask this, this, and this, and this, and this. And there goes, I'm like, oh, well, I guess I got to have him back again. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, and you're, you know, whichever side of the microphone you're on, man, you know, during, especially since March of 2020, uh, the podcast community has just exploded. And these, these guys were getting interviews all the time. I mean, I think, I, I think I might have been all this or somebody, uh, I think it was all this was saying that his, his uh, podcast and, and interview schedule went up like 20% or something crazy. And, and a lot of times they're very, very similar. So m- most of the time the guys want to come in and they're, they're generous with their time, but you know, they're, they want to be respected and, and you want to make sure that you're honoring them and, and uh, not belaboring things and not being real pedantic and, and just doing the same old thing. Otherwise, yeah. you know, why do it? You can listen to any other podcast if, if you're just doing the same thing. So you know, and that's what I kind of want. I like to pat- pattern myself after a lot of the stuff that Gary did with a lot of his interviews. Uh, Mr. Gary mm-hmm. Horn, that is from This Is The NWA. I probably should have told people that you're from This Is The NWA. But, I'm, you know, if they're listening to this, they know that already. So, um, <laughs> but, you know, you know, we'll, Gary and I, you know, he's been on this show a couple times. And, uh you know, like I said before, I'm like, I got to complete the trio and have Will on sometime, too, because, you know, it's it's the one thing. There's the two two promotions that I've really gotten into, you know, over the last, you know, number, number like year or two or what have you. It's been one has been the NWA. Um, mm-hmm. And it's I don't know if it's just a matter of me going back to when I was, you know, 10 11 12 years old and watching wcw saturday night on tbs right or not but you know getting guys 
you know, like the match we're going to be watching later on with Mr. Nick Aldis and uh, James Storm, you know, it's that nostalgic feel kind of thing. And I think that's, you know, why a lot of people have found their way back um, to the NWA. Uh, and I'm sure you guys have seen that too with, you know, with your guys' show. Um, but I, I'm just looking forward to seeing what, you know, what their plans are coming out of this, you know, this pandemic that we got coming, you know? Right. Well, we, you know, we, just, we had a, um, a, a, for those of you who don't know, and again, probably most people do know uh, that, who listen to your show, the mm-hmm. NWA has a, uh, has a Patreon through the Carnyland gimmick that they were doing for, for a minute. But the, you have several levels of Patreon and the top level is the town council member. And all, you know, the, those of us at the podcast are, are members of that. And one of the, one of the really cool benefits is that you get you get some exclusive face to face time. So last night it just so happened that we were face to face with uh, the the real world's champion Nick Aldis, Joe Galley, and none other than the president Billy Corgan himself, and talking about the direction of the company. And he had a lot of very positive, optimistic things to say. And uh, and uh, Nick was suggesting that there's a lot of ancillary content that's going to be about to come out and. Uh, Maureen Tracy, who's very active uh, backstage and is one of the leaders uh, in the promotion and the development of, of the, the modern iteration of the National Wrestling Alliance, that she has promised us original content this month. Now, obviously, it's not going to be Carney, uh, a power or uh, anything like that, but it's going to be something original. And, and my my just kind of taking it, and I, again, I can't tell you 100%, but it seems to me that it's going to be something like wrestling, like competitive, yeah. rather than sketch comedy or skits or that kind of thing. So, Yeah, because I think that's kind of the stuff that, uh, when, when all this happened months ago, you know, they came out with the Carnyland, and initially everybody, I thought, really, really dug it, but I think it got to the point where it's like, okay, well, it's funny, but okay, I want to actually see some wrestling, you know, because you get to see those, see that with other promotions. But, um, but yeah, it, it, I haven't seen anything and correct me if I'm wrong, that anything specific, um, coming out, you know, I know, I don't know if they've officially named, uh, you know, the VP to replace Mr. Lagana, but, um, like I said, it's just a matter of, you know, okay, let's kind of get the, let's start the wheel going because, Hopefully, you know, a lot of the diehard NWA fans aren't going to, you know, go anywhere. But, you know, it's push comes to shove. You may lose a few, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's an unusual time and everybody's kind of having to adapt. I think one of the things that an advantage that a promotion like AEW, it, it might be an advantage. It might be a curse. You know, I guess, you know, it, it's kind of both, I suppose. But uh, the AEW and WWE, they have TV deals that they have to satisfy, TV obligations and, and that kind of thing. Where, you know, the our, our the flagship of our promotion is the is the the YouTube channel, and it's through GPB Studio, which um, which has its own crazy. I actually live down here in Georgia, and it's it has you know things are crazy here too. But uh, in Atlanta, particularly, it's a hot spot, and and going back to that venue right now to do power the way it's meant to be is just not, it wasn't possible, but I don't know that any of us expected this to be, we didn't have any idea of how long this would be, but as far as like direction, the NWA is in good hands, man. And you, you've got, uh, you've got uh, David Lagana who did a great job bringing and putting the NWA back on the map. And in his absence though, you have um, a lot of great people, man, uh, from Aldous to Josephus who has a hand in production and, 
uh, guys like Dave Marquez, uh, Joe Galley, Stu Bennett, of course, Maureen Tracy's another one. And collectively, you know, I mean, uh, Lagana was just a force and a talent, and he had uh, an incredible ability and, and vision that happened to align with, with uh, Billy Corgan's. But you have that. You have that as well. It's still present in the company, and it's just a matter of, uh, of time here, and I think uh, it's going to be sooner than later. Um, they're about to uh, here within, uh, I expect, the next few weeks, we're about to have an idea about the direction and uh, what the – the flagship component is going to look like again. I don't have specifics. Uh, they're elusive for you know for good reason. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to go out there and put information out and and deceive people or misinform people until you make you you know everything is every T is crossed and every I is dotted. But uh, but it the patience is going to pay off and and the NWA will be back. It's not it's never gone away. It's not going to go away and it'll be back delivering stuff that's going to be as as good as ever. So. Yeah, there's not, you know, to go off of, you know, I, I'm a big fan of uh, Mr. Billy Corgan ever since he started with the Smashing Pumpkins and all that stuff. One of the bands that I grew up listening to when I was a ute. Um, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just the NWA is one of those promotions that, you know, from whether you're Billy all the way down to the guy that, you know, changes the garbage bags or something at the end of the show or something. Everybody seems like everybody has, you know, has a say in what they get put to get what the NWA puts out. Um, and you don't see that a lot with a lot of the other promotions or if any of the other promotions. It's just, OK, it's very OK, this, 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 this. And that's it. But with the NWA, it's just, you know, it's where, you know, it brings back when wrestling was wrestling. You know, I keep on telling mm-hmm. that to a lot of people that you know, fall out of love, so to speak, with the other major promotions, I tell them, go check out. I, I've been on the NWA bus, train, whatever you want to call it, you know, since the inception, since it came out with the 10 Pounds of Gold series with uh, with Mr. Tim Storm. And, you know, it, a lot of people are going to fall off, but I'm like, okay, guys, there's still room, plenty of room. You might want to hop back on because, you know, you're going to see a lot of good stuff, I think. A lot of good stuff coming out of the NWA. For sure. And, and we encourage people, if you listen to us, we encourage people to celebrate good wrestling wherever it's at, whether it be the WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, whatever. I, we're not against any of that. I mean, good wrestling is good wrestling, and every every everybody, I think, does something really well, and there are areas of improvement that every promotion has, including the NWA. Um, but it just so happens that the I get I look at the NWA kind of like a meta promotion. It, it's the promotion. It's the granddaddy promotion. You know, I I, I, uh, I respect um, the world championship claims of, of uh, you know New Japan and um, uh, WWE of course and AEW. But the real world championship is the NWA championship, and every every other title is subservient to that. In so in so much that. Triple H himself has the 10 pounds of gold <laughs> hanging in his office at WWE headquarters because that's how much he venerates that belt. And I think if you ask anybody, any educated performer, worker who respects the history and tradition, not just of the NWA, but of professional wrestling as a whole, they will all tell you that that is the prize. You know, it's great to have this AEW belt. That's neat. It's a great honor. They're doing great things over there. I love Chris Jericho. 
I think Moxley's doing a heck of a job. I love some of the stories going on there. I like seeing our guys show up there. One of my main men, Eddie Kingston, you know, yeah. was just there Wednesday night making a debut. And um, so I love, and I feel like they're related. They're cousins. But, you know, the WWE, they're, they're, they're children of the NWA. <laughs> they grew yeah. out of the NWA. Yeah. Their belt is already into our belt. So uh, no shade on them. But, uh, you know, wh- where you find good wrestling, enjoy it. You know, the, the world, like you said, RJ, the, the world is plenty big enough for all that. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's only one NWA fam. The, you know, that's it. And that's that was one of the things that a lot of people, you know, especially in especially with the NWA community is adopted, and especially with this is the NWA uh, podcast that you guys have um, where, you know, my listeners that aren't familiar with it, the the uh, the podcast, first of all, shame on you go over and subscribe right now, YouTube, all your major podcasting platforms. There's a cheap plug. Um and of course, it's not cheap, of course, but you'll get the bill in the mail. Um, but but where did that concept come from? Because you see a lot of, you know, this the age, in, age in technology, social media. All you see is hashtag this, hashtag that. The other day, my eight-year-old son, Gavin, said, hey, hashtag blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I had to like, double chat. I'm like, what the, what, what did you just say? <laughs> right, but, I'm like, you, yeah, I... My, my 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 daughter Piper informed me about that. I was calling it pound signs. I was like, what is all this pound sign stuff? She's like, Dad, it's called a hashtag point A point two. It's, you know, so, she, uh, so I had to you know get well you know I guess really it's rooted in and I'll answer the question directly. But that mm-hmm. this hashtag NWA fam is rooted in the very unique and special bond that uh, that the NWA has with its fan community. Unlike any other promotion. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that other promotions celebrate and appreciate their fans. I know they do. They wouldn't they wouldn't be able to do what they do without the fans. But there's no other promotion. And I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. I've been watching wrestling virtually every promotion my whole life, just like you have, RJ. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I will tell you, just from having been to Ring of Honor shows... Having been to WWE shows, having been, I've not been to an AEW show yet, and that's because they're new. But yeah, I'm sure I'll go to one. There's no other promotion out there that has this this very organic. Um, shoot, I hate to use the word transcendental because I don't want to sound you know melodramatic, but it's almost like that. It's almost uh, just to give you an example, the question mark gimmick. You know, I I've talked with people in the promotion that have told me, and I haven't talked to Question Mark himself about this. I've talked to him before, but not about this. But I was told that I was going to be a one-time thing. It was just out there, hey, go out there. It was The fans just ate it up so much immediately that, that in an effort to respond to the fans, they brought him back. And next thing you know, he becomes one of the biggest things in the company. You know, Kerouac has this great, great picture of the NWA uh, talent roster, the main players. And there is, you know, question marks right there on there. That's the fan. They did that. The fans demanded that and got it. So it, it, it goes back to that, and you, you look at um, you know guys like Nick Aldis, the the greatest living wrestler, the greatest at his craft. You know he we tweet, man, we we talk back and forth, man. He he responds to the fans, all of them do. Josephus responds, Tim Storm responds. They 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 are really this vision of this company is such that there is a a relationship with with the fan base, and so the NWA fam really encompasses the talent 
and their relationship with the fan base. Now, this whole idea of the hashtag NWA fam, this really goes back to Jason Kelly, uh, or Kaylee, Jason Kaylee out of uh, the Alliance block, who is uh, a good friend of mine. He's a good friend of our podcast. I've, you know, you're probably, you've probably been following him for years too. At a time when nobody in the mainstream was following the NWA, when they thought the NWA was dead and was just a sideshow, Jason Kaylee was out there doing the Lord's work, doing it, just praying to build a community of uh, a synergy of like-minded people that could elevate the company, almost an alliance of fans and, you know, commentators and podcasters such as yourself, such as Frank out of last, uh, you know, uh, minute podcast out of Italy. Um, and, uh, and, and that's where it, it was really his vision. But then you got other close friends like wrestling days who primarily WWE, but big loves the NWA. Then you have the hard work that Adam Rotella and elder sour have been doing for years, along with Gary Horn, uh, will Martin doing his own thing. You RJ laboring, doing your thing at ringside rant. Mm-hmm. The Insider Days podcast. Then you got kids out there, and I'm not talking about Piper. I'm talking about the NWA kid. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about these youngsters out there that are just because of this connection that the NWA deliberately and organically built with its fan base. It was a sense of family. And then you have people, just fans that are we call them super fans, but guys like Polka Dot Pam and Heather Hunley, we call them the Corganites. They're 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 <laughs> you know Billy Corgan devotees and and they're the Corganite faction. You got Sandoval, you got the masked fan who does his own content. You got oh, shoot, I, I I know when we start rattling off names, we're gonna miss somebody. You got the strictly resistance faction who are dear friends. I love them, but their whole thing is they're you know they're they're against all this and they give me hell because they know that I'm a a, a devotee of all this. You know and that's. There it is. That's exactly right, man. I'm talking about Pipe Picasso, uh, Pipe Picasso the Fortson, you know, and um, and wrestling with the MMA. Again, great friends. And then you've got the artists, you know, Kerouac and uh, and some others. And then you've got our foreigners like Lavi and and uh, you know, you got Don of Wrestling, and it, the list goes on and on and on. And and it's just like we are carrying each other. It's like in in this time of COVID. When the promotion was not able to do what it needed to do, the the fan base carried the load, and uh, they carried the weight, and and we just started telling people, hey, if you identify with us, this is not an exclusive thing. If you love the NWA, if you respect the tradition of the Ten Pounds of Gold, you are welcome into our fraternity, sorority, family, and that's where that comes, and that's why RJ, you're a member of that. I know that you're not primarily NWA oriented, but you're heavily NWA oriented. Yeah. Um, you know, last uh, minute podcast out of Italy. He does a lot of stuff, man. He loves the WWE, but he loves the NWA. He's NWA fam. You know, um, Insider Days. They're NWA fam. All of our all of our regulars that are devoted to the cause, that are there at the shows, that are involved in in social media. They're NWA fam. It's not anything that you have to pay to join. It's if you identify with us and you get our back and you will elevate this brand. We will do everything we can to elevate you, and, 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 and we will get your back. That's how it started. So we everything we do, I don't care if it's about baseball. I don't care if it's about whatever we're cooking. I don't care if it's about my wife is about to post some footage of me watching the Braves game, and it's just me tripping <laughs> out. You know, We lost today. She puts NWA fam on it, hashtag NWA fam. That's our stamp. That's our creed. Those are our colors. Um, 
there's a point in my Eddie Kingston interview with Piper, uh, actually Piper's interview. I'm just the, I'm just the eye candy brother. She, she runs the show. <laughs> but there's a point where we're talking about colors. Like he would always come out and I made the point. It's like, well, I'm wearing black, white, and, and gold. Those are my colors. I, I stand with the NWA fam. And, and, and he appreciated that. So that's what that's about brother. No. Yeah. And that's, you know, especially with the NWA, you don't see, a, you see, like you mentioned that interaction with, you know, whether it be the real world's champion, Mr. Nick, all this, whether it be even, even with the real world women's champion, Miss uh, Thunder Rosa, uh, who is, you know, I still say, and I'll say to the end of, you know, whether it be her career or till I, you know, take my last breath. She is the best women's wrestler in the world. Yep. pound for pound ounce for ounce whatever way you want to say it you know she she can talk it and she can also back it up i don't you know i had the honor of having her on my show and it's just very humble she she yep. will give credit where credit's due and if you don't you know you know you don't deserve the credit she won't you know what i mean she's very humble from where she began to now yeah and you know that interaction like you said whether it be with like from with yourself or gary or will or even like i said with nick aldis i'll tweet at him hey you know my real world's champion he'll tweet it out and like it or retweet it or whatever or whether it be thunder rosa or you know james storm or even with like trevor murdoch even you know, I'm mm-hmm. surprised that he even knew what Twitter was, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> um, but you know, I, he's another one of those guys that I don't, I, I don't want to mess with because I, I grew up watching him when he was with, um, with Lance Caden in, in the WWE with that tag team. Yeah. And he scared the crap out of me then too. But, um, but yeah, yeah it's, man, it's like, and that, you know, we talk about this. This is kind of a recurring theme. The NWA, it, it certainly, it certainly entertains characters, but it's very personality based. And and when you get someone like Thunder Rosa, who you know, as, as you said, she is a friend of our show. She's done shows with us multiple times. I'm actually working on a project with her. Her husband, uh, Brian Cervantes, we call him Brian Rosa. He's a very dear friend. Um, and um, he, you know, the, the beyond being great athletes, and I think you're right. I, I would even go so far as to say, RJ, that not only is she the the best women's wrestler. I think pound for pound, she might be the best wrestler period, male or female mm-hmm. in the world. She yeah. is that good. And, uh, and she, uh, but look at her, man, what is she doing? She, she's not hiding behind the mystique of the paint. She's not buried in the character. She's out there serving people in her community. She's going to soup kitchen. She's doing charity work. She, and, and Nick Aldis does the same thing. Nick Aldis puts out these, he, he, he puts out this letter yesterday to his fan base about holding fast to the faith and, and that he, you know, you're not going unseen. When COVID first broke and, and everything was shutting down, he goes on much like the Queen of England did. He goes on and he addresses his public. This is statesmanship. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Chris Jericho do that. I haven't seen John Moxley do that. I haven't seen anybody do that. Nobody. And I'm not. That's no shade on them. That that is not the vision of their company. They don't do that. Like the NWA. The NWA is a meta company. It's a. It's not just pro wrestling it's also a it's a national cultural institution that's way more important than these guys the world championship we were <clears throat> i got into a little twitter back and forth the other day and i'm not going to go into that but basically to, to 
and I'm not going to go into politics. I'm not because that, that's not the place of this. But I, <laughs> I, I happen to be – I'm one of the pro, uh, public education ambassadors for our district, and I go – to the uh, to the capital of Georgia to advocate for public education policy. I do it all the time. I'm uh, they know me down there. I've met the governor multiple times, both Democrats and Republicans. I've, our state senator is very very close to me. We you know he if I call him he answers immediately or he always returns my call. Well, we just had a bill that we advocated for very strongly that was signed into law. I went down there wearing the the ten pounds of gold pen. I thought it was cool. It's like this is the office that Jimmy Carter sat in when he was the governor of Georgia. And now the 10 pounds of gold is in this office. So I tweeted, well, somebody took exception to that. Oh, Brian Kemp, blah, 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 blah. I was like, dude, whatever. Get over yourself, man. The NWA is a meta promotion. The NWA is about American culture. And today, the 10 pounds of gold is in the governor's office, an office held by guys like Lester Maddox, you know, Eugene Talmadge, the great Jimmy Carter. And it will at some point be held by a woman by an African-American, this is – the 10 pounds of gold is in a historic office today. And if you're in the NWA fam, if you're a fan of wrestling, you ought to dig that. I think it's pretty cool. So anyway, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? You say that now. You know, I'm going to write in uh, Miss Thunder Rosa and Mr. Brian, uh, Brian Rosa for the uh, president and first man of the country, you know, or even George. I don't – it doesn't really make any difference to me, you know, but – Yeah. Um, All right. They uh, the only the only uh, governor and president that can make you tap out. Um, <laughs> but right. I I find it interesting too because I'd had the same conversation with a lot of other people that you know they'll watch the NWA but they want they're not going to watch every single episode like myself or you or anybody with like Gary and and uh, uh, um, and Will. But you can't go very often. You probably could if you die hard, but. You can't go and say, okay, name the heavyweight champion with the WWE or NXT or Impact or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, okay, who's the NWA cha- heavyweight champion? Okay, Nick Aldis. Who's the women's champion? Thunder Rosa. You can't necessarily say that. And you get – that's why I like the NWA as much as I do because you get that face of the company. Yeah. you know, And you haven't had that in professional wrestling probably since – you know, might get me heat for this, but since John Cena with the WWE, right, that does all this extra work that you know will go to you know the Today Show or Good Morning America or whatever the case may be. You get Mr. Nick yeah. all this that will you know do all this charity work. Um, I go back for Mr. with with Nick all this all the way back to his TNA days when he was Brutus. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And going right. even farther back when he was with uh, when he was doing the American Gladiator thing, and yeah. and that's when I first saw him. I'm like, dude, he's got he's got something. He's got personality, but the way that he carries himself, you know, that the suit that he comes in comes to the ring, he cuts the promos. He doesn't have to yell. He doesn't have to you know wave his arms around. He doesn't have to be a uh, anything like that. He carries himself with class. And that's why, you know, when we get and I, I know I know he's playing into it, but wrestling with MMA sent out <laughs> a message to us because I asked for questions and I knew he was going to do it. And I and I, 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 and I graciously accepted it. He's like, well, what do you need to happen to have uh, to make yourself and myself stop being a follower of Nick Aldis? Well, right. <laughs> it's, plain, it's plain and simple. 
until Nick Aldis stops wrestling and retires and gets out of the business, even then we won't stop because he'll do something else. He'll get in the movies. He'll get he'll get into something and he'll succeed in that too. Um, yeah. It's that it's that dedication. You know, I mean, whether you know whether it's professional wrestling, whether it be baseball, whether it be football, whether it be whatever it may be. There's always that one guy, and Nick Aldis is that guy for me, anyways. And I'm sure he's it's the same oh, same way for sure, you. Man. No doubt. You know, I tell people all the time, like you know, my you, you might be surprised to find that my favorite my favorite wrestler in the NWA is actually Josephus, but uh, the most essential, the most important, and uh, in you know, it's almost like choosing your favorites, like picking a favorite kid. I, I can't say that I like Josephus more than Aldis. I like them both a lot. I have more of a relationship with Aldis, and mm-hmm. uh, and his body of work, I think, is just so uniquely historic. But he carries himself with that authority. And the dirty little secret, though, about wrestling with the MMA and the Fortson and Pipe Picasso and those guys is that, like, secretly. And, and, and if you get them away from cameras when it's just you just chit-chatting with them, they will tell you they think that Nick Aldis is the freaking man and that he does he elevates the NBA like no other champion elevates the company that I, I don't want to I don't want to break kayfabe with those guys in here but they they respect they respect all this and they uh you know I, I, when we did the 600 day project you know that you were a part of and mm-hmm. um you know I mean all this really got a kick out of MMA and uh, Fortson at the end that little you know we all got about we all got about three or four seconds in the thing we got mm-hmm. in there two or three times going through the script, just expressing our appreciation for the great work and the, uh, the historic work that Nick Aldis is doing. I thought their stuff was so good. I put their entire, their entire speeches in there at the end and they're just so playing off each other. And it was so funny. Nick Aldis appreciated that. He was deeply touched by that, even Mm -hmm. though they were out there burying him and just, you know, playing up. So he is a statesman and you can't, you can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. To ever make me like give up hope and give up faith in in the the professionalism and uh, the the world class caliber of Nick Aldis and Thunder Rosa, you can't do it. They're they're I'll never stop rooting for them ever yeah. under any well, circumstances. Right, <laughs> and, and and they're two of those individuals where you know, like I said before, I have had the the fortunate task of having Miss Thunder Rosa on the show, and hopefully down the road sometime I can have Mister Nick Aldis on the show, but they're, they're two of those people that you just say, okay, let's talk about this and say, okay, let's go, you know, with, with, with Mr. Aldis, it's yep. like, okay, talk about your relationship with Harley race that you had and just go, because I go all the way back. I've watched a match that I keep on telling people to watch time and time again. If you like that old school wrestling is Harley race and Ric Flair from, I believe it was 84 Starcade in the cage for the title. And right, Starcade '83 in Greensboro. Player for the gold. Yep. Yeah. No, you're fine, man. '84 was uh, was Dusty, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you know, you don't see a lot of people nowadays that really respect that that old school, whatever you want to call it, but that old school wrestling because without that stuff, you wouldn't have guys like a Nick Aldis. You wouldn't have guys like a Josephus or Trevor Murdoch or James okay. Storm. Or even Tim Storm, even. Um, yeah, and people throw around that term "old school" too, like it's a style, like like strong style, or yeah. or, or or the the British style that that uh, you know uh, that obviously Mr. Aldis has been trained in, and, and 
cultivating it. It really, I feel like the the, the term old school is really just a, a code word for prize fighting, mm-hmm. which is what the NWA is about. You know, when you saw Harley and Flair in that cage, it was like newsworthy. It made newspaper headlines. I'm not talking about like the Wrestling Observer with Dave Meltzer, which I love and I respect. I'm talking about it made like the Fayetteville Observer, you know, the Chattanooga Times Free Press. It was in the legit newspaper. And, and, uh, I don't know. The NWA is probably not big enough right now to where that's going to happen today. But I will tell you that if there's ever a time when Nick Aldis re- drops the belt in the next 3,000 days or so, it's going to be newsworthy. Like it's going mm-hmm. to send ripples throughout wrestling because Nick Aldis is so important that it feels like whatever he says and does is the most important thing in wrestling. Same thing with Thunder Rosa. When they, when they, when they drop the belt, it's going to be important. It's going to mean something. It's not going to be to just anybody. Yeah. It's going to be to further the company along, or it's going to be to reshape professional wrestling. And it's it's you know it's prize fighting. And and it's not like you know because Nick Aldis and uh, Thunder Rosa both have contemporary styles. They're both educated. You know, especially Thunder Rosa. She's been to Japan. She's uh, cha- trained in the lucha style. She's got this. She's obviously a shoot fighter. Uh, she does all this stuff and. Um, they both have some uh, some uh, you know amateur credentials to behind that, so it's not like it's any kind of like old style that's rooted in like the Luthes days where it was much more ground oriented and slow. It's not that at all. I think that when we say old school, what we really mean is we're talking about this is a big time prize fight like Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa, that kind of thing. No. No, who do you see, you know, it's a conversation a lot of people that have watched the NWA have been having, at least from what I've seen, is I I'd ha- I hate to see him lose it, the title that is, with Mr. Aldis, but who do you really see them, you know, having to beat him for it? Who do you see taking that that momentum away? That's a that's a that's an excellent question. We could spend two hours on that, RJ, because yeah. uh, you know I think that uh, I think that uh, and we won't. <laughs> but but, but uh, I think that uh, um, there are certainly people in the company that that deserve it and that would do an honorable job as transitional champions. Uh, I don't see anybody on the horizon right now that's going to that is the legacy champion that Aldis is. I mean, I think if, if Aldis loses, it's one of those situations where and, and, and you look at the roster in the NWA, any one of those guys are world championship caliber. Any one of them are. Uh, they, uh, you know, on anybody can have a bad day. Anybody can have a really good day, even if you're not having a bad day. Someone can have the better day than you are. Trevor Murdoch is capable of winning the belt. Eli Drake is capable of winning the belt. James Storm has been a world champion. Eli Drake has been a world champion in Impact. These guys, you know, they, they held the same world title that that uh, um, that Nick Aldis held in Impact. Any mm-hmm. of those guys did it. Honestly, if there's anyone, if you would have asked me three months ago, two months ago, I would have said probably Eli Drake would be the one to, to be that Magnum TA guy to have this great feud. I'm not sure that we've, you know, Nick Aldis has had some really fantastic feuds. Tim Storm. Um Obviously, uh, the Marty Skrull um, series of matches, uh, what was starting to rev up to be that that cycle. But now, I think, and this isn't just, we've been talking about this for weeks, so this isn't just because I just talked to him the other day. <laughs> you know. But I think that the, the, the perfect, right now, the one that I see being the Magnum TA, 
that wanted to come in. And I'm not saying that that this is a guy that's going to be a legacy champion. Not to say that he couldn't be, but uh, the guy that can take the belt is is uh, is uh, Eddie Kingston. No. Eddie Kingston can do it. Uh, is is he the better grappler? Is he the, the better ring general? Is he a better tactician? No, he's not. But he brings that level of emotion, that intensity, that you know, like he said on 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 our show the other day, you know, Nick Aldis is going to come and have good match but he's not going to be prepared for what i'm going to bring to him and that's the thing you know so uh i think right now nick aldis is the best in the world and if if there's going to be somebody that can rise up and 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 upset break the streak you know right now i'd say my money would be on either eli or or uh, or uh eddie kingston but maybe that person's not maybe we don't know who that person is yet maybe he's not arisen i don't see that legacy replacement in in, in, the, in the in the cards yet well you know i've been saying this praising this guy since his release from another company from the wwe and i'm pretty sure you know where i'm gonna be going with this but Mm -hmm. when you think legacy when you think tradition there's one guy that comes to my mind and i'm like i'm not dismissing you know eli drake was one of those guys that came to my mind when i when you were chatting about it too but one guy he's out there is whatever you want to call him, Curtis Axel, Joe Henning, whatever you want to call him. He's got that legacy from his father, Mr. Perfect. He's got that legacy from his grandfather, the Axe Henning. You know, if anybody can carry that company, the NWA that is, you know, whether it is the tradi- or the transition champion, whether it's, you know, that record-breaking champion like Mr. Nick Aldis, you know, who knows? But he's – just watch out. For the next few months, once we get out of this haze that we have with this epidemic, you know, he's just one of those guys where, you know, he's a big dude. He can stand out to Nick Aldis. You know, he can – he's very athletic, obviously being the, you know – son of mr perfect you can't get much more perfect than that um right. and it's just he would be a perfect fit for that you know and highly skilled and, yeah. and you know and, and you've listened to us on our on our show we we have advocated for him and mr aldis himself has advocated for him and i think you're right he could be he there's no doubt about it he's got the he's got the pedigree he's got the gravitas He's got the ability, and uh, I just can't. You know, I'm scratching my head like, how in the world does this guy get released? You know, <laughs> it, it, it's it's wild, well, but yeah, I, I think it got to the point too where it just, and that's where you know, and that's why I like with with the roster the NWA has is it's not a huge roster like you're dealing with you know with the WWE where you know guys will get lost in transition because oh we don't know what we want to do with him. Are you kidding me? Right. You know what I mean? You're telling me a, 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 a third-generation wrestler, and you don't know what to do with him? You know, another mm-hmm. guy, if he were to ever to be released, another guy is Bo Dallas. You know, he's yeah. get, he has that blackjack blood in him from the old NWA days. He's got that Briscoe blood in him. You know, he's another one of those guys. But like I said, who knows what's going to happen because, you know – Throwing a bunch of money at people to hope that they stay and hope they don't go anywhere. But um, 
it's just it's just unreal and it's like it's great to play that fantasy booking card on, on that on that aspect excuse me but you know to transition into you know another fans question everybody's favorite referee your favorite referee my favorite well one of our favorite referees Mr. Jared Fritz he's been on he's been on this show he's been on a lot of shows um, stand-up guy. He's one of those other guys too, where you could just talk to and say, "Okay, hey, here you go." He's he was on my show. He was like, he's talking about matches that he's called with, uh, you know, with rock and roll. And I said, "Oh man, I just you just mark out." So I'm like, "How do you not mark out when you get these guys in the ring?" He's like, "I just don't think about it because he's trained. He's trained referee. He's a trained, you know, uh, uh, wrestler. He trained referee." He's like, "I just don't think about it." I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, I guess that's a good answer. I'll take that." But, um. He's asked, um, what your favorite comic book character is? My favorite comic book character? Um, I, uh, um, first of all, I love Jared Fritz. See, he's a friend of mine. Um, we, uh, we talk frequently. Um, he, uh, he is a great, beyond being the coolest ref in the game, he's also an outstanding human being, very conscientious, and he, uh, loves people, loves positivity, um, he is one of the bright lights in, in during this time, and even in spite of all this, you know, he's 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 an independent contractor. He's also working for Advocare, you know, doing doing that thing. And he his business has taken a hit during all this, but you you would not know that he ha- has because he's so positive. He's uplifting other people, and uh, he's just one of the he's one of the greats, man. Uh, comic books, I I would say. Uh, um, I like I like uh, I, I'm into the horror genre um i like horror movies um i like horror comics um i don't there's not a a recurring character i was kind of into the crow comics you know when the or the crow animated uh novels i guess they were um i really like batman a lot um i'm more of a dc than a marvel guy um i identify with with uh batman (laughs) you know sort of a um kind of a uh a, a somber uh you know brooding uh motivated by virtue and justice and, and that kind of thing so i'd probably have to say him uh, i will tell you my favorite illustrator right now is kerouac who is a who is hashtag nwa fam and he does amazing illustrations uh he he does a lot of the stuff for the nwa in fact he's designed one of our champions uh nick aldis's t-shirts and uh and he's done uh, fantastic stuff and uh if you go to his website you can Look at his gallery, and you'll see some outstanding NWA art. And then he does, he does, you know, comic book art and all that kind of stuff. So, but if you have to, if I have to pick, if I were forced, it'd probably be Batman. Can't go wrong with that. You know, I, you know, I go back to, I'm more of a Marvel character fan, anyways, more than the DC. And myself, I'm more of like a, a Iron Man, Captain America kind of guy. But, you know, that's, you know, that's how I, you know, it depends on how you grew up. You know what I mean? That's if you grow up, you know, Batman or Superman or whatever. That's, and that's absolutely fine. There's nothing against them. But I just say, you know, when you get the Mar- or with the uh, the Marvels, I pretty much you get them ganged up. I'm pretty sure they can beat up, uh, beat up Superman yeah. and Batman pretty darn quick. But um, nobody you know. can beat up Superman. Uh, easy now. Easy now, RJ. Nobody can beat <laughs> Superman. Superman can turn time backwards. Just by flying really fast. <laughs> but, but, super, but Superman's not a doctor like yourself and can rock a bandana like you and you know, get, that, <laughs> get that zipper all the way down a little bit and show off that uh, 
you know. It's 175 pounds of chisel stone, baby. <laughs> come, come, coming soon to the uh, This is the NWA podcast. That's going to be a shirt. I guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, when it's just like, oh, man, there's just so many. I got a, I got a list going now to send to you and Gary now. It's just, just stupid sayings that I've just picked up on, whether it be with the podcast form or whether it be on the youtube or just random crap you guys say i'm like man just you just got to get a chisel you know get take a photograph of uh <laughs> of, of just like like the statue of david or something and say okay ch- chisel just like the good doctor or something like that you know what i mean with the, with the hoodie and nothing else just the hoodie and bandana on the statue exactly. of david <laughs> i'm like well, and, and i guarantee you 90 percent of the people that will see that oh it's brent michaels I'm like, nope, <laughs> Dr. Stinson, that's all that matters. That's it, man. And I'm like, yeah. man that's I'm the like, result of guys just, man, that's, that's just, guys just hanging out having fun, man. That's what we do at our show. We're not, you know, we're not pretentious. We don't, you know, try to bully anybody with knowledge or anything like that. We're just drinking, you know, ha- hanging around, talking, wrestling, enjoying each other's company, enjoying the company in the chat and, and that's we asked we talked about NWA fam earlier. That's it, man. That's the NWA NWA fam comes together on Sundays and Tuesdays, man. We just we're just enjoying each other's company. That's all it is, man. And when and when you do that, inevitably you roast each other. Gary and Will are my brothers, man. But I catch so much hell from them, man. It's <laughs> you know it's it's relentless all the time. But, it's, well, but I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, that's the thing. You guys don't make fun of each other. It's like then you figure, okay, well, then they don't like you or something. You stay quiet or something. But, you know, <laughs> it was funny. I was telling Gary, you know, this is the way when you guys started. I, and I'm sure he told you guys, too. But, I'm like, you guys you guys are like quad. You could say the Bearder Brothers. But I'm like, dude, that's not that right. You guys are quad B, the big, beautiful, bearded brothers. <laughs> well, we, we have a fourth guy. You know, Kaylee, he's West Coast, so he's not here with us on the East Coast. But, he he's kind of in that fraternity too, like with you and uh, and uh, Frank out of Italy and uh, yeah. Insider Days guys and Elder Sour and those. But he you know he uh, he he throws out the quad squad from time to time too, and we're hoping to have a uh, you know have all four beards together in one state at one time uh, at some point. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, see, see stuff, my problem. Man. I I grow beard. That's the only place I can grow hair. If you can you can obviously you can well, tell. Well, grow it out, dude. Show your fam solidarity and grow that beard out and join the Fab Five. Yeah, well, see, that's, see, that's the problem. It's like my my wife. I used to actually have a full beard, but now, I think what the deal is, RJ, you got a mangy beard, don't you? You got bald spots. Well, no, no, I have a, that's the only place I can grow here. That's the problem. But okay. My, my wife hates it though. She hates face. She used to love facial hair when we were going. When we were married, we were going together in college, but. Now she's like, oh, I hate the beard. I'm like, oh well. But the problem is, though, I, I'm I'm like I'm like you. I have the silver streaks of wisdom. Yeah. And it's all on my jaw. When I was down on vacation, when I'm on vacation, I grow it out. Yeah. And it's all here on the jawline. It's all great. Literally, it's like all there. It's all up here. It's like, what the hell? I'm like, the only place I can grow hair and it comes in gray. It's like, what the hell? I'm 36 years old and I'm going gray. It's like, what the crap? <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, got, I got bullets against me as it is. I've been receding hairline since I was in, in uh, a sophomore in high school. And my wife shaves my head every time. I haven't paid a head to pay for a haircut in 16, 17 years. She shaves my head. She's like, oh, it's going back more. You work on, like, I, I call it the Costanza because it's going back. It's, like, all the way back now. I'm like, right, right. what the hell? I'm like, I can't, 
I can't. I have the opposite problem. Like I can't. I can't. I. 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 I don't get haircuts as much because I. I have so much of it. Like I have to go. You know. It's like. <laughs> it's like crazy, man. And uh, I'm a hairy Joker, bro. That's there's a there's, there's you another T-shirt idea. I'm a hairy Joker. <laughs> just 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 a hairy. I'm a hairy Joker. Hashtag NWA. That's what the. The bandana just, man, it's just, a, it's just a, uh, an excuse for me not to, uh, tend the hair, man. <laughs> I don't have time for it. Yeah, but then you, then you go to work during the week, and you gotta, you know, you gotta style it, all that stuff. Gosh, you gotta go. Dude, I, you know how much my product budget is? I, but I got, if I don't like, just paste it down with paste, juices and berries, doggone pomegranate, hair spray everything's on there and it's like a helmet because if i don't i will look like you know uh i'll look like a something out of 70s man i'll look i'll just have this big afro by by three o'clock you know nothing wrong with afros man but it just i don't carry it well <laughs> well now I, the I, chicks dig it but it's hot and uncomfortable <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't know. I haven't had a head, head of uh, full head head of hair since I was probably about uh, right out of the womb. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's it, it's a it's a between. <laughs> I tell everybody that you know, especially the NWA fam, it's like between yourself and Gary and uh, and Will, and I also myself included into that too. Yeah, is we are the definitions on how we've outkicked our coverage as far as our significant others are concerned. Oh, yeah. How, and I, how, especially with my wife, how my wife, how I got my wife, I have no idea, you know, and, and I'm sure <laughs> three of you guys could relate to that. It's like, man, I'm like, 95% of my son, it has to be my wife. Thank God, because... You know, the only thing the only thing that he gets for me is this little, you know, we have you can call it a cleft chin, you can call it a butt chin, you can call it whatever the hell you want. But every male in my family has it, going back to my grand my grandfather. And, you know, my brother, my nephew was the last was that never had it either. So I'm like I bust my brother's balls because I'm like, Oh, well, I guess the tradition ends with you. And I'm like, thanks for messing it up. <laughs> but, but no, it's just, and it's just like, I'm looking at him like, we're wrestling fans and God bless our wives because they stick around with us through thick and thin. What are you doing at, you know, when I was watching then, or, uh, uh, I used to watch new Japan, like no, no, no business. You know what I mean? I was up at four or five o'clock here on the East coast on a Saturday morning watching wrestling. My wife's up like, she's up like, what are you doing? I'm watching wrestling from Japan. She's like, didn't say a darn thing. She just turned around and went back to bed. I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I, my my wife would much rather me. You know, this is this is a this is a good thing that we do. It's a positive thing. And uh, heck, we're not at the bar, man. We're not raising hell, getting in trouble. We're just a, we're just a bunch of nerds watching wrestle, man. <laughs> you know, so no, exactly. things could be much worse. But my wife, you know, she she's a gamer, and she 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 gets into the uh, theater of it. Of course, my kids love it, and uh, and uh, so if you got a supportive wife. What, to your point, RJ, to do what we do, you must have a supportive spouse, or you can't do it. We spend too much time for free, <laughs> you know, doing exactly. this. So, exactly. In yeah. it's one of those things too, where I'm like, I still got to visit, visit, visit your guys' store too, and get one of the shirts too. And it's just like, just just support the family, support everybody, and that's, 
you know, whether it be your guy's store, whether it be my store over at whatamaneuver.net, check it out. Um, yeah. But um, it's just, you know, you, you throw the support wherever they may be, whether it be a download, whether it be a review, whether it be, you know, a post on social media, wherever it may be, you know, that, you know, I'm speaking for myself and I'm sure you guys feel the same way, but that just lightens my day when somebody says, hey, I really enjoyed, you know, this episode with, you know, Dr. Tom Pritchard with, you know, this guy with that guy. I'm like, oh, man, I, yeah. that, that that is more I'd, ha- I'd take 10 of those rather than having somebody going out and buy a buying a, you know, a T-shirt or buying a, a, a tank top or a hoodie or whatever. I'll take take those reviews nine times out of 10. My wife, on the other hand, would rather have that revenue coming in, that extra money. But, hey, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if you're like us, like we, we don't even really make money. I think we even lost a little money this last month because we, we sell our stuff at cost. We just want – our thing is like at the end of the day when when this all this is over with and the NWA is, is fully back the way it was – you know, we want the our talent who we love. We want them to remember, hey, these guys stood by us, mm-hmm. and so that's our mission, man. We're we're here to elevate the NWA, to elevate this greatest sport in the world, professional wrestling. Baseball's number two, uh, of course. And 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 uh, you know, and we we want to uh, um, you know we want to elevate the NWA and, and have it succeed because it, it's it's way more important than us. It's way more important than anything we're doing. It, it, and it's indistinguishable from the NWA fam. I mean, it is the NWA fam. That's what it is. I mean, Nick Aldis, Thunder Rosa, Question Mark, Aaron Stevens, Trevor Murdoch, Jared Fritz, they, Tim Storm, they are NWA fam. They are NWA fam. They treat us that way. They they give us hell. Of course they do. That's their job. Their their job is something to, to lift us up, and some of them are paid to, to, to tear us down, and we love them for it, you know. But that's 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 good prize fighting. It's good. It's family, you know. And uh, But, you know, we don't – this is – just like with you, man, everything that we do from Franco all the way in Italy to Lavi from Italy, who came all the way over here to be at NWA power to Don of wrestling, who, who is so intelligent, so intelligent to mass fan who deals with his own things. And, and is so brave to put that out there to all these guys. We're not doing this for money. This is purely a labor of love. We do this because we love the greatest sport in the world epitomized in the greatest entity of all time, the National Wrestling Alliance. And that's what it's about. It's not about us, man. If we can get out there and get some likes and have people follow and join in the conversation, that's what we want. Just mm-hmm. join, man. Just join. Come in the chat. Like yeah. us, you know. Talk to us. Ask us questions. Hang out with us. Have a beer with us. That's all. Or, you know, I think with this, with the merchandise that you guys have, especially with the coffee cups, it's just another uh, another excuse, another avenue for Gary to drink whiskey on the uh, on the live stream and not be too <laughs> obvious. Um, I mean, he's, he's promoting the so coffee. You know. So I, you know. No, no, I know. I know. I know. It's 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 the old, uh, it's the old Walter Cronkite trick, you know. But uh, and for those of you that don't know who Walter Cronkite is, go throw it in your Google machine. Yeah. Um, but you see, RJ, like about about hour two of our stream, you know, Gary does the Gary Lean. And I, I know your 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 listeners aren't seeing this, but he'll do this little lean to the left or lean to the right, and you know, yep, it's yep, kicked he, in. Whatever's in that cup is kicked in. Then he starts to get real lovable, and you know, <laughs> or nice, argumentative. Could it be Nyquil whiskey or whatever the case may be, but he's a, he's a normal <laughs> lovable guy as it is. You know what I mean? Yes. But it's even more. He's 
he's like uh, the Teddy Ruxpin or something at the end of the day. It's like, yep, he's there. <laughs> That's right, man. He and he, he and Will both, man. They're both the most selfless people. Their wives are so Jennifer and, and Talia, and uh, and you know they they they're just fantastic people. And I couldn't ask for better. Uh, you know, they're my best buds, and yeah. I couldn't ask for better co-hosts. And and to, if you can do this, you know, I know a lot of people do podcasts and they team up. If you can do it with your best buds and do it well, you're on to something, man. Stick with it. And and, uh, and so, you know, by, by, don't get me wrong. By Tuesday night after six hours plus, we're ready for a little break. But by, like, Thursday, I'm missing them. <laughs> well, it's like family. You know, we'll it, it's family. It's brothers, it's family, you know? Man. Yeah. But, I call them on my way into work in the morning. And, uh, you know, of course, Gary gives me hell about that, too. But, he, you know. If I didn't, he'd 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 wonder where I'm at. So, <laughs> <laughs> is he in some ditch for the hungover or yeah, something what, off what, the whiskey or something? No, my stints not call me yet. What the freak? You yeah. know, he's got just, well, he's only wearing a tank top. What the hell's going on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, that's NWA. I've I've told Gary this too, and I'm like NWA is does that one promotion that I've yet to. I've been to an AEW. I've been to you know a lot of these other promotions that are just fantastic and i'm like god i gotta get down to georgia i gotta get down to an nwa taping uh you know once all this all this crap really you know subsides RJ, and you can, you you start doing it us. you have to promise us this is not an option anymore you're, you're an nwa <laughs> fan when, i got it when, you know? when this is over you have to come you have to come and i'm gonna tell you when when they announce and they sell the first tickets get them don't hesitate because they sell out dude Doug. We missed, I've missed two or three tapings just because I was like, I'll wait, you know, I'm, I'll get them when I get home tonight. Boom, get home, they're gone. Yeah. You, you got to get them right when they get on the mailing list as soon as they sell. Maureen Tracy was sending an email out and say, they're on sale now, here's the code. You got to do it right then. So make sure you're, you know, they'll they'll tell you a couple days in advance. Make sure you got the money ready because yeah. there's only a couple hundred seats in that venue, that amazing, amazing venue and they will go within hours, and they will sell out every time. So, so, but you're obligated. It's not an option. <laughs> you uh, carry I'll, responsibility, man. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell my wife. I'm like, I have to go, or I'm gonna get beat up virtually yeah. or physically or whatever the case may be. I'm gonna get lambasted on Twitter. Elder Sal will put you on a, a timeout, man. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Won't be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but on that note, we're going to sit back. We're going to relax. If you guys head over the description for this match that we're about to watch, uh, you know, Mr. Nick Aldis, everybody's the real world, world, world champion, Mr. Nick Aldis, taking on James Storm from Into the Fire. Um, and RJ, I know you have a lot of fans that are uh, that that are not maybe necessarily NWA fans that follow yeah. you. In the in, in the in the NWA fam and in our lore, we don't say world champion. We say world's champion. That that world's began champion. with Harley, and uh, we call him the world's champion. So uh, um, he is the. And if you see it right there on the screen, uh, when you when you guys look at this, you'll notice that it's it, it'll say the following is for the NWA world's heavyweight champion. And and hey, <laughs> the only reason I say that because if you listeners. If you're amongst NWA devotees and you say, "Hey, he's the world champ," you'll get corrected. They will tell you we I don't we don't have that such a title. We have a world's championship, which is the real world championship. Uh, but uh, just just a little style point there. <laughs> and for the judges, okay, we're good. Um, but <laughs> the 
link is in the description as you're you know you're listening to this. We want to go over, put it in whatever search engine that you want, uh, wherever the case may be. We're going to be at uh, 10 minutes and 27 seconds. Um, you're going to have the excuse me. You're going to have the description on the two out of three falls match rules that they have for this match. Uh, we're just going to go, I'm going to go over real quick. So you guys can, uh, we'll hit play right after this, but you know, the first fall referee, Brian Habiter, who's a, one of the, you know, we, you said Jared Fritz is our favorite referee. You know, Mr. Brian Habiter is probably very, very close going all the way back to years with the, with the WWE, but, um, referee ref. family. Habner's a great, great ref. Yeah. Um, you know, he'll be the first fall referee. Uh, Mr. Tim Storm, former NWA champion, is going to be there for the uh, second fall. And then if a third fall is needed, we're going to have a coin flip to determine the referee. Um, spoil, we're not going to spoil alert that for you. We'll get into it when we get into the match. Um, but Mr. Marvez is in the ring um, announcing this as well. So. With that being said, are you queued up uh, at that uh, time stamp there? Man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready right. to go. So, when I say play, you guys hit play. Not too complicated. You've done it before with me when you've listened to the show with Watch Alongs. Let's do it again. We're going to go in three, two, one, play. All right. So, they're just going oh, over this. the rules. All right, so we're going to see this. Outstanding entrance of James Storm. There's, I actually had my son Gavin actually sit down and watch this event with me. This match specifically because I wanted him to see these two guys. Because he was always, he's always been the WWE, AEW, Impact guy. He's never seen an NWA match like this. And I said, hey, bud, you can cheer for who you want, boo who you want. It's up to you. And he immediately went right after James Storm here because he just like he's eight, so he kind of likes that look of a wrestler. Yeah. And James Storm is what that guy for him. Got that cowboy outlaw look. Uh, big guy too. Very very funny. Very nice guy. He uh, at the tapings, and you'll see. I actually was not at this car, but you will see Gary. You see Gary over there to the right, sitting That's there Mr. right Frank by Adam Marcel, and I think. Yeah, WWE front rows in there now, just front row. Yep, you got uh, uh, Elder <laughs> Sour over there, right? You got uh, Polka Dot Pam, Heather Hunley. That's the fam right there. They're all there. Uh, They're all there. A lot of times during the taping, um, during what will be the edit breaks and all that, James Storm will come out and do some like joking back and forth with the with the audience and just having a good time, just hamming it up. He's he's a lot of fun. But, you know, another unsung hero there, too, is in the ring, too, is with Mr. Uh, Marvet, or not Marvet, excuse me, Marquez. Right yeah, there, right there. Marquez, Marvet. fantastic. Marquez, <laughs> Marquez is, uh, is, is as important to NWA as, as the champion is. Marquez really owned, operated, controlled, manipulated the belt for many, year, for many years during that time period that we call it the wilderness years. Um, with... Uh, championship wrestling out of hollywood uh championship mm-hmm. wrestling from hollywood and and again you know here in this in this modern iteration but marquez is a just incredible incredible knowledge incredible resource very humble if you mm-hmm. like message him he'll respond to you if you want want to interview him he'll come on your show he 
He loves to talk NWA. He loves the sport. And uh, you're absolutely right, man. That's a saint. Yeah. You know, and it's just that there's – we're not going to, you know, we're two big fans. Obviously, I've missed Nick all just without a shatter of a doubt, but not to really, you know, you know, stroke his ego too much. Not that he needs it, but, you know, just that – entrance alone oh, you, you just get drawn right into this match um and that just that, with, that with is his that entrance music was specifically commissioned for nick aldis uh it's called the um what's the name of that song but you're right man it, it, he comes down and you feel the the authority <laughs> you know when he comes down yeah but it, but that's what you need with the face of a company you really do and that's especially with the NWA, with the lineage that this company has over the last number of years that that title has been defended across the world. It's that song that he came out to RJ is called yeah. the Gilded Warrior. And it is it is his song. He owns it. He commissioned it. It is a song written for about Nick Aulis. And it is it uh, fits him. One it of the, fits him. Yeah. But it's just when you think or you mad, you close your eyes. I'll, I'll tell you, it's you know, it's a teaching experience here now, folks. You know, you know, you got the doctor in the house. I'll actually be the teacher right now. But if you just close your eyes and just think of that, you know, that's perfect look for a champion. Nine times out of ten, it's gonna be Nick Aldis. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be from the gear whether it be from the promo, whether it be for the way that he conducts himself in and outside the ring. It, it, it's, it, it's the way Nick he Aldis. cradles the belt. You know, he cradles that belt. He, he, he treats that belt with such regard and honor. And, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, man. I but couldn't he, agree but he, more. But he, he wears it the way it should. That is my biggest pet peeve in wrestling, is people that carry it over their shoulder People that don't yep. wear it around their waist, people that wear it around their waist and it's hanging off. It's, wear the damn belt the way it should. That just pisses me exactly. off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's but, a belt, right? <laughs> it's not an accessory. It's a belt. It's exactly. meant to be worn. <laughs> but you get two guys in here. You can two of the better, you know, wrestlers in the business. Ring generals, ring psychologists. Um, and then, you, like we said, we got Brian Hebner in here for the first fall, um, you know, making sure, you know, they're minding their P's and Q's. And yeah, it's James Storm is one of those guys that you don't expect to be as agile as he is. Right. Yeah. No, he's uh, you expect more more brute force out of him than, than agility, you know. Yeah. And you know, you know now James Storm is not a just to see how big a dude Aldis is. James he's a big, dude a big guy. Look, look, at, look at the height. We're talking tall. I'd eye. Pretty much. I feel you like know, his as Aldis's eyes are on Storm's forehead. Here we got Camille. Then the eyes go out to Camille. She's yeah. honestly, if, if if it wasn't. We, we keep on saying that, uh, you know, Mr. Aldis is the MVP of this company. 
it, Camille's a very close second. You know what I mean? Because She's in there, man. She is, without even saying a word, she's over. You know, and it's the, boom. Uh, One, two, one, two. Three. What? Oh man, he does. He's not messing around. Oh, he's, he's an outlaw, man. Great fashion, man. So, yep. so, so, no matter how this match goes, and we we know how it goes, but no matter how it goes, James Storm can say. I have a clean pinfall victory. At least, maybe just one fall, but I have a clean pinfall over the real world champion, Nick Aldis. Not clean now. A lot, not too many people say that, can say that. No. Legitimately. But. They go right back into it. Now, uh, that's uh, Tim Storm, another stocky guy, is now the official record. Oh, yeah. But we mentioned, we chatted about the next champion that can take the title off of all this. And like you said, there's a, anybody on that roster can really do it. Oh, yeah. And, you, yeah. and, and, and James Storm can be one of those guys. Right now, with, with between James Storm, Tim Storm, and Nick Aldis, you've got... I don't know how many world titles. So, James Storm is one of the most prolific world tag team champions in the history of the sport. You know, with uh, mm-hmm. Beer Money and and that, and then of course Tim Storm with his run and and all this there. Both have won uh, TNA World titles, uh, what we call Impact World titles. You know, now um, James Storm can definitely win the win the belt. He could definitely do it, and I think Nick Aldis would be the first to say that all things being equal on any given day, if he has the match of his life, yes, he could take it for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. He's And he would be worthy. But, you know, and another side note, too, you get a lot of these other companies, whatever company it may be, releasing this talent, releasing these wrestlers. You're going to see a lot of them come to the NWA. I guarantee it. You guys, oh, like yeah. you said, with, with, with Hennig, you know, I see a lot of people, the scuttlebutt on that Twitter gimmick that a lot of people use. I don't know what it is, you know, but, um, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, Rusev from the WWE is coming over the NWA. That's his front running. I'm like, well, yeah, that's all well and good, but you got to figure out how he's going to be used. Is he going to get thrusted right into it? Like, you know, a lot of these guys have, but. Oh, no padding on and that one. A, a good illustration of that is like is like Melina. You know, Melina. Yeah. Melina, of course, has a key role in the NWA, but her, you've got so many great women's wrestlers like between Marty Bell and uh, C, uh, Allison Kay, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, there you had Tasha Stills for a while, of course, Thunder Rosa. That Melina, even being a legend, almost seems a little bit in the shuffle somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. gosh, man, the NWA has such a vibrant women's division. One of the best, just it's small, but every one of them are impact players, you know? So what mm-hmm. do you do with a guy like Rusev when you come into this lineup that's just stacked? I mean, from top to bottom. Yeah. And it's, it, you want to, you don't want to get the roster that's too big, but at the same time, you still want to have, these guys have the opportunity with guys that are outside that, you know, that buffer zone within the NWA there. There's no, we can see, see there's uh, Mr. In the Elder and Elder and Gary and Rotella, man. Of course, Elder's videoing everything. 
love that guy, dude. Elder is a is a very dear friend, and uh, of course they all are, man. They're all they're all NWA fam. Uh, Elder, I just just a really really truly decent man. You know, just great guy, very conscientious. Um, doesn't like to do a lot of interviews and never smiles, but boy, he was smiling up a storm when when he came on our on Piper's nose, man. He just had a great time, and we communicate uh, communicate quite a bit. I always love watching these matches because. It feels like I'm around those guys again. <laughs> well, no, exactly. You know, and we're seeing, uh, you know, Stu Bennett, Mr. Joe Galley, you know, two of the most underrated, especially this time, under con- or, uh, color commentators and broadcasters, you know, with your, Mr. Galley being an actual, you know, <laughs> that what he does is his, his shoot nah. job, quote unquote. He is and an then, Emmy uh, Award winning journalist. Yes, no doubt. Yeah. And then not too many companies can say they have an Emmy award-winning journalist on their, you know, broadcasting sta- uh, staff. But and then you, Stu Bennett, look at his resume; speaks for himself. We don't have to really talk about that. But um, yeah, it's just with James Storm, you're seeing here just picking apart, picking apart, picking apart, and that is—he's been doing that since day one of his career. I was trying to look there in the in the crowd in that fan scene if I saw a mass fan in there. I couldn't remember if he was at the show or I not. I think he was. I think he was at the show, but I think he's all the way to the left at this one. Okay. Maybe, maybe. normally he know. likes to sit right there in the middle, man. There's, oh, there's Gary, that beautiful bearded face that he he's got. Yeah, there. yeah, man. Look how excited <laughs> he is. So giddy like a kid. <laughs> exactly, but that's but that's why. You get so so you see NWA. the two ladies to to Gary's right. Uh, they're the two ladies that that is Heather Hunley and Polka Dot Pam, two of the sweetest, dearest members of the NWA fam, and they are that faction that we were talking about earlier, the Corganites. They okay. got into this primarily because they were Smashing Pumpkins fans, and these ladies have been to. I'm not talking about three or you know they come go to a show once or twice. Every couple of years, they've been to mm-hmm. 70, 80, 90 pumpkin shows. They go religiously. Oh, and they so are directly fantastic. to his right. Yeah, directly to okay. his right. That's Heather Hunley, the first one. And right beside her is uh, gotcha. Pam Fisher, Polka Dot Pam. Great lady. Love them. Good, good dear friends. Oh, man. What a suplex. This, there from, is uh... the, this is the first time that we've seen a stop in the offense of James Storm in this match. So we are now... This yeah. match started, we're, what, 13 minutes into this? This is the first time that James Storm's onslaught has really slowed down. Yeah, but but that's, you know, you get that storytelling in the ring, especially with these yeah. two guys. You can't you can't help. And, oh! But, you know, ooh, boom. Where, oh, pause. There's Call that agility, it. you know, that speed. You don't see that often, or you don't expect to see it from Storm, but there it is. Yeah. And oh, oh. but he just throws him around <laughs> like a rag doll. Oh, man. But I just forgot. You this is one of the this, this is one of the first is like. What's that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say the energy in this audience is freaking throwback. It's like you can feel it. They are into this match. <laughs> well, you can feel you can just by watching. You can feel, but it's just. It's just, oh man, it's just unreal. Just the atmosphere that you don't see that a lot. Yeah. Where is he going off to? 
<laughs> he's like, oh, he's who's the bellkeeper, man. The bellkeeper's been kicked out of his chair. Oh, nope, he's going to go after Mr. Hebner's. But, you know, even with Tim Storm, I had the opportunity to talk with him, too. And just genuinely nice guy, regardless of the situation, just to sit down. And he's one of those other guys you can say, OK, talk about this and go and just talk to him for like two hours about one yeah. thing. Well, he's a school teacher and he's a good one, you know, and he uh, uh, like we we said earlier, I don't know if we've already started the show or not, but. The, the trick to being a good school teacher is just be a good parent. That's all. And mm-hmm. he uh, he he has that sort of fatherly mystique in the NWA. You know, people look to him. He's highly regarded. He is someone when they put the belt on him, uh, they weren't sure. You know, in this new adventure that the NWA was embarking on, that he would how how it would turn out. And as it turned mm-hmm. out, man, he was perfect. He was perfect. And uh, and he is. You know, some people put him on their Rushmore of the modern era of the NWA. Oh. Boom. There's a three. There you go. Evened up. Even Steven. One all. What are we going to do for the third fall? We got the coin flip coming yeah, up. Coin toss, See who man. the referee is. Well, they're not going to stop. Try to stop them. I'm not going to try on, to stop guys. them. We got admin duties to take care of. Jeez. So this is where I'm like, Nick, you got to, this is as the professional, you've got to think and calm yourself down. Yeah. Great haircut. Yeah, well, like we've already had that conversation about hair, so yeah, well, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Now another uh, another former WWE referee here too. Yeah. We got his uh, uh, name is Keith. I think his last uh, Davis. I think his last name is maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, even dropped the coin. Almost bobbled the coin. Hebner wins a toss. There we go. Veteran, man. Another one of the great refs. He is, any the senior, he is the senior referee of the National Wrestling Alliance. Hebner is. But you can't, you can't get any better. And he's another one of those refs. If you don't want to mess with two referees, Mr. Hebner is one of them. Mr. Fritz is the other. I'm not messing with them. As, po- as positive as they may be, I'm not messing with them. Right, right. That oh, scene uh, when they rang the bell and... Uh, Right there, and and all this and storm locked up. That is like one of the iconic scenes in the modern day NWA lore. A lot of times when they advertise this pay per view or the DVD, that's what they'll come off mm-hmm. with. You'll see just all this them just c- coming at each other like two freight trains. Oh, yeah. very iconic. Ugh. And oh, this was match, RJ. Where um, you know when you when you look back at, for example, like like Rick Flair's career, say for for example. Rick Flair has these legendary feuds with Steamboat and uh, Dusty Rhodes and Harley and uh, and others. And while this particular feud is not yet on that level, not to say it couldn't be, it certainly mm-hmm. has the feel of like something like a Nikita Flair. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something yeah. that where you know it's important and anything can happen. Um, and and we'd like to see more of it. <laughs> you know, or a Magnum Flair. You know. Yeah, like you say, you just you look at this type of feud between you know with the cowboy and, and the champ, but you can't help but remember those nostalgic matches, like you said, you know, whether it be Magnum or Flair or you know Nikita or whatever. You always put that into the aspect of that goes, but All right. oh man, 
Boom. You can't blue, get it. Uh, those, those blue and gold NWA shirts you see in the audience, that is my favorite shirt. I love it. It's old school. You, with, with that, you think about the canvas that's in there. You know what I mean? You yep. don't – not to dismiss the rest of their great uh, merchandise that they have, but that's – they Simple, they, simple that's the point. Out of print. And they uh, – yeah, I hope Maureen brings it back into print. It's hmm. – and all this doesn't do a lot of high spots, man. You don't see him go up very often, you know. In a big no, match, you might see him. Tell a story. Stu, man, bring in the, bring in the commentary. <laughs> He's so good, man. Oh, yeah. But that's the I thing. Listen, what, even if I couldn't understand him, just to hear that, that deep accent, I could just... I could go to sleep to it. You know, it's, it's real relaxing, very cozy. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the only one on that, but hey, you know, hey, hey, wait, it is what it is, my friend. It's to each his own, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, you don't, you don't see all this, or even Storm for that matter, going up top that often, but we're going to see it a couple times here, obviously, in this match. Oh, headbutt. Nobody wins with a headbutt. No. No, see, he's got a decision to make. Is he going to go high risk? High risk, high reward. Boom! Lands it across the solar plexus there. Oh, when he kicked out. Man. Nah, man. You can't pin Nick that way, brother. The thing is, if you haven't haven't noticed it, have you noticed the fans have not sat down during this whole match? No, they don't, man. That's they're they are they, like you keep alluding to. You said storytelling like four or five times. They are telling an a a a Greek myth here, you know. They are, though. It's you know you get Zeus played by uh, by all this here, and. yeah, give me another Greek god or something played by Mr. Storm. But oh, see this Ooh. this match is so good. Like I've seen this match, I've probably seen this match thirty times, man. And I'm still it, like, it, it I've up. got anxiety right now. <laughs> it holds up, man. But yeah, it's just we keep going back and going back and going back on it. But now, how, do you, how do you rate this match against say? Uh, uh, Aldous Girl Crockett Cup, or or uh, a Storm Aldous uh, Power Episode One. Where do you rank this in in the Aldous lore? It's it's damn near it close. Be honest, me. Man. You know, I personally I liked um, you know I like the whole Cody and uh, and all this one um, with him and. Though that feud that they had there, and then the one with with Skrull, but this one is a very very close. If you could go one A one B one C, it would be this because yeah. of that story of that storytelling that we keep going back and saying that these, especially with these two, you get the veterans in there. Not to like I said dismiss you know Skrull and 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 Rhodes, but you know. You had the storytelling before they even got into the ring with with Cody and and all this, and then obviously with Skrull and and all this, you had that background with them growing up together in the business and in the UK. But 
one A, I'd say one A, one B, one C, man. <laughs> yeah. Going up top again, though. I, I yeah. when <laughs> when done correctly, it's great. But is it really going to be done correctly, though? <laughs> Boom! That elbow. Oh, he just returned the favor. Storm did the same thing to him just minutes ago. Now, yeah. same result, two count. So you. This is both of them digging deep and putting all the marbles on the line for the high payoff and, and coming up short. And it uh, looks like Aldis is favoring that right knee a little bit. He keeps... Yeah. Well, that's when he hit when he was in that figure four that, that Storm put on him. Um, yeah. But it's just, you don't see that selling anymore, though. We can even talk about that, too. But I just think, and, and to, to go on top of that, too, the production of this event, Camera shots, camera angles, you know, I bar none is up there with a lot of the reg, the the uh, higher up, I guess you could say, promotions. Oh, but yeah. just get that wide shot of the whole crowd in the ring and what have you. But even the close ups are even even better. Man, and the the qual the production quality of this is indistinguishable from from AEWWB. In fact, I would even say. There's a big advantage, and it has a lot Ooh. to do with the setting here. Oh, my goodness. Wow. He got turned inside out, Hit man. Gone. What a Hit oh gone, man. Man. <laughs> He gone. Of course, the DDT, he's got the chance to make the count here. Tim what Storm's going to come in. Obviously, it wasn't intentional, guys. Come on now. Oh, come on. He's going to be cute over that. What am I oh, telling that story? Telling that story, man. <laughs> What's going to happen? His hand picked referees out. What is he going to do now? He's going to depend on Tim Storm, is he? Oh, guess so. Hey, the, the, the show's got to go Ooh. on, man. Keep going. Ain't over yet. Oh, what? One, two. Oh, jeez. Again, man, like <laughs> I know, I know the finish. I'm over here about to lose my freaking mind, dude. <laughs> oh dude just, you're just sitting on the edge of the chair, and you're just you can't. Oh man, what? Oh, uh oh, boom! Oh Wonderful. man, that rattled my 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 caps and my teeth, bro. I don't know if y'all do caps up there in the north down here, and every good southern guy has at least four crowns. <laughs> Pay, yeah, well, exactly. Well, there you go. Pay no attention to what Nick Aldis is doing right now. One, two, oh, boom! Aldis oh. Is he busted open? I don't. I, I pretty think I thought he got this the hard way when I saw it live. I really thought he got it the hard. Whether he did or not, I don't know. I guess that's if uh, you can add us, uh, James Storm. And, uh, on Twitter there and let us know, but if you don't want if you don't want to, that's fine too. But I'm pretty he sure bust, he got yeah. that look. He busted. Looks like he looked at the hard way though. All right, here okay. he comes. There's we'll no getting up from this right here, buddy. This is a mathematical equation right here. Hey, you're hey, you're the doctor. I don't know math too well. Math not good for me. That's it. <laughs> 
That's it. He wasn't responding. He's out. Yeah. Like I said, you get that, you know, you get that storytelling, though, man. You'll see uh, later on. I don't know if it's later this night or the next day when they air it. I can't quite remember, but James Aldis, uh, excuse me, James, Aldis, James Storm, <laughs> pardon me. James Storm gives an excellent, like, analysis of this and talks about, hey, you know, I came up short. Hopefully I'll get another shot, but on this day, was the better man. No excuses. No, oh, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. none of that, man. You know, on this day, he owned it. I had a job and I didn't do it, and all this did. And that's uh, that's what I love about the NWA, man. It's like it's prize fighting. It's clean. It's and if you don't win, you don't win. You know, you talk about you. Don't win, man. You know, it's another like one of those guys. The analogy I use with our guys, like I, we talk a lot about about whether the NWA really does heels or faces, and my argument has been, well, I mean, you got good guys and bad guys that people chew for and on. I guess if you want to call it that, then then so be it. But really, the NWA, the, their oh. talent are real competitors, and it's like, you know, I'm a Falcons fan. I hate the New England Patriots, and so Thank like you. for me, the Patriots are heels, <laughs> you know, but. But they're not necessarily hills, and yeah, and I see you're, I, and I, man, I always love, uh, I always love Buffalo, man. They're the yeah. the hard scrabble, hard luck team that always came up short, but great uniform. Short. I love, yeah. You're, it's like my Falcons, man. You've been through that pain and torture just like I have as a Falcons fan and as a Georgia Bulldog fan. Uh, since day one, my friend, day one. So it's, it's, a, it's a, I love them so much, but it's a curse. Uh, well, I like to get disappointed. Standing ovation, <laughs> standing ovation from the audience. Nobody's yeah, booing yeah. anybody. Nobody's booing. They're just they're appreciating what they just saw, and that's what you know. And that's what this this business needs, you know. And you know, and they got that, and they appreciate it. And you got the champs still in the ring. Let's see if we can. Put this up here a little bit. Look at that, I don't man. We can hear this. So they cheer him. They cheer Storm. I mean, I, I, we talk about this all the time, man. My my uh, strictly resistance crowd will talk about. Oh, I know people are booing. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, man. When you're there, are there ever people that boo Aldis? Of course there are. But this is a very pro Aldis crowd, man. The NWA oh, is a definitely. pro Aldis organization. <laughs> Cutting over promo with Mer- Mr. Mervez. What is he? What's going on? Oh, let's see this. Huh. Yeah, true. Mm. Yeah. And he's not wrong. Gosh, I got chills right now, man. I'm like yeah. getting choked up yeah. watching this, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm such a little punk. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Man. <laughs> uh oh. Can't beat that that chant. Can't beat that chant. 
He tried to, but. Mm. Uh oh. Set it up. Set it up. Foreshadowing. Set it up. Uh oh. What's going on? Oh, apparently I didn't play the electrical bill. Uh. Uh oh. Come on now, someone. Uh oh. I was the only one that knew who this music was when this happened. I'm like, I popped so freaking hard for this. Did you see Wrestling Days' response to this in his reaction? No, I can't remember. Oh, there's oh, the man. villain. It's like, I can't. It's Mozzie Skull! It's Mozzie Skull! <laughs> Just hilarious, man. Wrestling Days is priceless. Absolutely price. Oh my god. If you don't listen and subscribe to Wrestling Days, go over and do it right now. Pause this, go over and do it. YouTube, wherever you get it. Man. Oh man. Epic, epic, man. epic, this, epic, epic interruption. Man, I just now, the thing is, is this audience really knowing who this is, though? That's the thing. That's my That was my problem when I saw this, was how many of these fans here actually know Marty Skrull? That was my I'm going to tell you, man, th this audience right here, this audience is a highly, highly informed audience. Probably more than any, and I'm not going to say... I would say 90% in that audience knew who that was and, and were like starstruck. Um, every th these people here that come to the taping, they come because they are devotees, and 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 we know that with, with the NWA, when Billy Corgan, he, he's got roots in in Impact and Ring of Honor is sort of a, a, a supporting. They play a supporting role too, you know, and, and and more or less always have, and so yeah, they knew they knew who it was. Yeah. But this is a look by the champ, though. Look at that Gary, look, look, look sold it. Mind. Look at Rotella losing his mind. I think Gary peed himself a little bit during this. Yeah, he did. I seen it. <laughs> I, seen it. I saw it happen. <laughs> oh, and then it's going out. That's it. That's it. And he continued, just like they he used to be on, uh, on WCW Saturday Night, man. Boom. Oh, yeah. But you can't get much better than that you know it's one of those matches like we kept on saying this was one of those matches that if you're new to the nwa if you're new to you know mr all this mr storm any type of of uh, uh of this great sport that we love of professional wrestling great sport uh, promotion excuse me that we love with the nwa go out find it this description in or the, excuse me this link in the description i should say go out watch this over and over again keep watching it and just dissect it as much as you can because if you do you'll end up being part if you're not already part of this nwa fam that we've talked about so often in this episode um because you'll fall in love with wrestling all over again with this match yeah. i guarantee it and you know it, it shout out to you know Mr. Aldis, Mr. Storm, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Storm number two, Tim Storm, um, and obviously with with the uh, Mr. Uh, with Billy Corgan, um, 
with this great way that he's put on this show. This was, like I said, this was that first NWA pay-per-view that I went out and bought and watched it. And I've seen every single one since. Obviously, it wasn't that many, but once you've seen one, you're going to see them all. You're going to get hooked. Um, and then in addition to that, once you listen, once you watch one episode of This is the NWA, NWA Podcast, you're going to get li- you're gonna get linked up to it even more. You can get synced into it even more. You're going to love it even more. Um, so with that being said, you know, plug your social media that you have so these great, great listeners of mine can get in touch, sit down, watch what you guys are putting out, listen to what you guys are putting okay. out, the great content that you are. You can find me on Twitter at rstinson4. Um, now, my content, uh, and that's my personal page, but I, I put a lot of my, my stuff there, and I link all of our stuff. Go, it comes out of the, the This is the NWA podcast channel, and our Twitter uh, page there, our Twitter handle there is at the NWA pod. You can see us every Tuesday, uh, every Sunday night and every Tuesday night, roughly around 830 now. Again, there's no pretension here. We're not – we welcome everybody in. We want to chat. We engage you. If you comment, we will call you out. We'll talk to you. We'll invite you to hang out afterwards until all hours of the morning if you're up for it. We're here to elevate the company. So don't be, you know, don't be bashful. Don't feel like, you know, if you have no background in the NWA, that's okay, man. Everybody, Will Will Martin, one of our co-hosts, has only been, you know, following the NWA for three, four months now. And now he, you know, he's just like like RJ is saying, it'll make you want to start to follow the rabbit trails and follow the different paths and um but uh, you can find us there every every Tuesday night, every Sunday night around 8:30. Usually we 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 try to show up in the chat about 8:15, 8:30. People will start chatting. We kick the show off formally about nine, and we go as long as you want to go, man. We'll we'll go two hours, three. We got we've been known to go four hours. Don't feel like you have to stay along. A lot of times people come in and say, hey, got to work in the morning. I'm gonna duck out. And uh, but we have a, a good time. My show is called Piper's Notes, and it comes on Fridays. Uh, it's myself and my daughter. We Our mission with that particular show is to illustrate to the world that wrestling is a form of high culture, like any other form of for, performance art, like Broadway, um, rock and roll, other theatrical sports like baseball, steeped in history, ghost stories, that kind of thing. We very rarely talk about wrestling on there, but we always have a wrestling personality. If it's not a super fan, like an RJ or a, uh, or a Fortson or somebody like that, it's going to be a star. We just had Eddie Kingston on. Eddie Kingston told us uh, that he is not giving interviews. The only interview he was giving was to Piper and I, uh, because go. he knew the nature of our work. And uh, and uh, and he he will be giving interviews, but he doesn't want to do it now while this whole AEW thing is being fleshed out and why the NWA is finding its footing. So he agreed to come on just because he knows us and he knows that we're you know we're not bringing him on to to put him on the spot about what this story is and that we get on there. We want to know like you would like J- Jared asks, what's your favorite comic book? What's your favorite meal? Mm-hmm. Who do you identify with in Broadway? Have you been to Broadway musicals? If you could go back and tell yourself something 25 years ago, what would you tell yourself? You know? So it, it's that kind of thing. So you're going to have Nick Aldis on there. You're going to have Thunder Rose. You're going to have Zeke Dice. You're going to have all of them. They all come through our show. Um, but it's not a wrestling. It, it, it is wrestling in the sense that we're relating wrestling to the general the general culture to show that wrestling is not a crude form of entertainment. It's a very refined form of entertainment that we love and that's that you should be honored to follow. So, um, so you can find that on, on every Friday that comes out. And, uh, and then of course, you know, 
RJ. Uh, if you type at RJ Krasinski, and I can't spell that, but if you just type <laughs> RJ and you start typing, it's going to come up with ringside ramp. Follow his stuff. He's doing the work, man. Follow Jason Kaylee. If you type, uh, if you go in and search at Alliance Blog, you're going to get one of the most educational platforms. Go see, search out Elder Sour. Uh, uh, Adam Martell is on hiatus right now, but when he comes back, his content serves a purpose. It's really good and funny and, and enlightening. Wrestling Days, who we refer to, Insider Days. Last, uh, I'm just here. I'm just here plugging the the the, the NWA fam, man. Hashtag mm-hmm. NWA fam. If you support us, if you support RJ, if you support Kaylee, if you support any of those guys, you're supporting the greatest entity in the world. So keep doing it. There you go, folks. I can't end that this show, this episode, better than that. And it's not just because he's a doctor. He's part of the family. He's part of the NWA. You know, he's part of that 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 atmosphere. He's part of that community that we all love called professional wrestling. Uh, he's part of the promotion that we all love in the NWA. Rob, thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully it's the first of many and uh, keep yes, putting sir. up that great content that you guys are doing uh, and we'll definitely, definitely be in touch. Absolutely, my friend. Had a blast. A big thank you goes out to the good doctor himself, Dr. Rob Stinson from This Is The NWA Podcast. Check out what they're doing over there. Great content each and every week. Head over to Power Slam TV right now and use a promo code Ringside Rants now to get your first 30 days free. Thanks to our friends at PowerSlam.tv. Also, check out WhatAManeuver.net for all the great, great merchandise for the Ringside Rant over at WhatAManeuver.net. Head over and download the Full Press Coverage app on iOS and Android right now and check out the great content from this show and so many more. Thanks to our friends over at Full Press Coverage and Full Press Radio Network. Head over to ReapersBrew.com and get your great coffee from coffee grounds to great horror films to great cereal, crimes, merchandise, everything over at ReapersBrew.com. Follow them on Twitter at Reapers Brew. Head over to fight.tv and check out the first class content. Thanks to our friends over at fight.tv. Follow them on Twitter at fight.tv. Shout out time this week, folks. My man Turbo pulling out great content. Positivity, check him out. Petopolis, Jeffrey Cross, Talkamania, fully posable podcast with Jeff with one F and Scott. Chaos Theory Podcast, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, The Visionaries Global Media and everybody over there, Saved by the Pod, The Jay-Z Flair Show, this is the NWA Podcast like I mentioned, and everybody in the NWA fam, Badlands Podcast with Paul and the one, the only Mr. Dej Kirkby, JD Hoop, my man that did the graphics for this show, check him out on Twitter if you need graphics whatsoever, at JD Hoop 702 my man Darren over at These Wolves for doing this great song Worth the Paint and so much other great music check out Colin and everybody over there at Synergy Pro Wrestling great promotion great people over there if you're not following them on social media go over and check them out make sure you're checking out each and every show that they're putting out right now the two man power trip of wrestling Tiff 
Kyle, everybody over at the No Holds Bar Network and the All Elite Podcast, Turn a Pair Podcast, my boys over at Meets and Tweets on Twitter. If you're an amateur griller or if you're an expert, check them out. Meets and Tweets on Twitter. Jason Kendall, Dimitri Young, Brett Boone sometimes, and Dennis Farrell over at Wrestling with Sports. And lastly, but certainly not least, all the Ohio players out there, everybody in the Fig family, thank you so much for tuning in this week. You guys are dynamite. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Subscribe, 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 share with your friends, and welcome to Ranters Nation. Have you ever tried to explain why there's so much blood on those tissues in the garbage can in the bathroom to your partner? Well, times like that are over, thanks to my friends over at Manscaped. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the perfect tool for a safe and satisfying Manscaped job. So you can trim up the hedges to satisfy your partner. The new Lawnmower 3.0 is designed with a compact shape for easy maneuvering while wet or dry because let's face it guys, everything is better when it's wet. It is also featuring precision engineering blades for a safe trimming in, well, let's say those sensitive areas so you don't have to curse every time you try to shave. So go over to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Ranters Nation to get 20% off your entire order and free shipping. That's amazing, isn't it? Free shipping in addition to 20% off by just visiting manscaped.com and using the promo code Ranters Nation.